Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you and most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins. Does anyone actually like networking? Like you show up at an event after hours, you pass your business card around, you eat some bad cheese and some crackers, you look at your watch and you're like, can I leave now? What if networking could be done in a different way that felt authentic and felt aligned with who you are? So today, that's what we're talking about with my guest, Sarah Gimmel. After she graduated college with a degree in psychology and worked as a substance abuse counselor, she became an entrepreneur working in the fitness space. Over the course of running a global fitness company, Sarah used networking as her top lead generation in a way of growing her business. So today, we are looking and chatting about how to take a fresh perspective on networking. Sarah, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. We got on this call and then ended up having like a 10 minute conversation about the thing we were going to have the conversation. I'm like, I need to hit record so we get all of this. I am so infamous for that. Like I need to have some <laughs> walking around recording all the time, I think. <laughs> I know. So, all right. Today we are talking about, we're talking about networking. I hate that word. I actually hate going to networking events, like the whole concept of it. And I like used to go to these local chamber events and I cringed and I hated them. And we're going to make you, hopefully all of our listeners, unhate networking, but also learn how to strategically use it to create like authentic connections. And you are the expert, the guru of connecting with people when they're all together in a room. So let's, let me just start with how the heck did you end up doing that? Like, how does that become your specialty in your niche? This is like the ultimate question, right? Cause like, to be honest, I, th- I know a few people that do the same thing I do, but really no one's like having this conversation so specific to networking events. Um, I ended up here because this is how I built my fitness business. So I was in addictions counseling. And then when I went through my divorce, I was like, okay, something's got to change. You know, you, your whole life changes when you go through a divorce. You change your hair, you change your job, you change where you live, you change all the things, right? So I got into fitness, got into personal training. And when I became 100% self-employed, hitting five-figure months, I ran a global fitness company. The the precursor to that, the the thing that really got me there was networking. I not only put myself in the right rooms and was like good at connecting with people, but I figured out that like, okay, I can't rely on my personality because I have that personality where I can talk to anyone. I'm very outgoing. I'm a big energy. I'm just like a big personality, but that's not enough in networking, right? So you have to be strategic in how you follow up and the messaging and blah, 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 blah. So when I built my fitness business to that, and then I up and moved to Georgia completely by myself. So obviously I was going through some things again, right? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, time for another career shift. And the fitness was just kind of out of alignment. It's like, where am I going to go from here? And it just made so much sense. It's like, this is how I built the fitness business. So I want to help connect people to each other to do the same thing that I did. Like, I'm really good at being like, okay, Renee does this. Renee's hosting this event. She has this podcast. Who can I introduce her to? And I can come up with 10 people that I can introduce you to like that. 
Amazing. So what about what about the people? Because I heard you say like you have a big personality. You love that. What about the people who are like, that's not me. I'm an introvert. I don't have the big personality. Like, can they still effectively network? Absolutely. And I honestly think that, you know, a lot of extroverted people get away with not having strategy a little bit more like the introverts require that strategy a little bit quicker. Like everyone needs it. But the extroverts are going to get by on their personality for a little while before they see that plateau. Introverts like need that strategy going in because that strategy piece is going to be, okay, what types of groups are you going to? How often are you going to them? What's your intentions of even being at this event, right? Like with introverts, focusing on the same group and just nurturing that one group and maybe you go weekly or monthly, but you're not constantly adding a hundred new people to your life. That's overwhelming for the introvert, right? And a lot of people think that introvert automatically means shy. A lot of introverts are shy, but introvert is really just that social battery gets drained really quickly. So keeping that in mind, don't just think you're going to add all these people to your network every week. It's let's just go to coffee with the same person on a recurring basis. Maybe you meet with them monthly, you know, focus on those one-to-one connections. When you go into an event like yours, right, you go into an event like the She Who Wins Summit, you're not going to go in and be the whole light of the whole room because that's not who you are. And that's okay. You're going to go find that one person, that one new connection, really nurture the heck out of them. Right. And then you're going to take that one person, turn it into two people. And then you're going to go home and you're going to do those one-to-one chats with them and really just nurture those more intimate connections. Right. I might leave and I might know 40 new people because that's just who I am. So (laughs) introverts feel a need to do it the way that extroverts do it. And then the other thing that's really big, because I'm actually, so a lot of people think I'm an extrovert. I'm actually, um, when I tested myself on the Myers-Briggs, I'm 49.51. So I'm a, I'm a textbook ambivert. And I have a huge need for that decompression time afterwards. And a lot of introverts forget that. You go to this three-day She Who Wins Summit, or you go to that one-hour lunch meeting, you better have time on your schedule where you don't have to do anything yeah. for however long so you can recharge. I, that's such a great point too. And I like, before I ask the next question, um, because that's, I'm an introvert, but I love being in social settings. Like I love meeting new people. Like that energizes me. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm done. (laughs) I need to like sit there quietly and like, you know, drool and not talk to anyone. So like after the, after I go to a summit, that's like either even just one full day or two days or definitely three days, like don't expect to hear from me for two or three days afterwards. Like I will be Netflix and chilling with my cats and not yeah. answering my phone for at least a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I love that you normalize that. Okay. So now let's talk about strategy then, because yes. it doesn't it, like I thought my former self thought like networking was you show up with business cards and you're like handing all your business cards out. And maybe there's a follow up after, but like that's networking. But is that wrong? It's not wrong. I think that the, so the conclusion I've come to is that networking because we hear this all the time, right? You've been networking since you were in kindergarten and you network every day. So yes, that's true. But just networking is actually very passive. So you're out there and you're putting out your business cards and you're meeting people and you're saying, hey, I run a business, I sell a product, I do, you know, whatever. And you're passively waiting for that to turn into a referral. Mm-hmm. But when you go and you look at something strategically, when you look at networking as 
an actual strategic part of your marketing plan, you now are taking a very active approach and you're not just sitting around waiting for referrals. You're making those referrals happen. And you do it in a way that aligns with your core values and it aligns with who you are because it doesn't have to be spammy. It doesn't have to be salesy. Like my thing is I'm always going to put people above profit. Always. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't show up to street, like strategically. Like our relationship is strategic. And I would hope yeah. it's mutual because at the end of the day, we both run businesses and we both need to sell something to figuratively and literally keep the lights on. And that's how we ended up in, in our in each other's spaces because we wanted to grow businesses. So it's like I care about you as a human first, yeah. but I also want us to grow our businesses together. And I think a lot of women feel shameful about saying that. Like a lot of women feel shameful about, I'm here to make more money. I want to grow my business. My relationship with you is strategic. I'm not using you. I'm not abusing this relationship. And it's also not a one-way street. I'm not just going to ask and ask and ask and ask. I've become so comfortable asking for things for women in my space and even men in my networking world because I know I show up for them. Yeah, And I love that. I love that about you because... It, it doesn't feel like an ask. Like it feels like for, for someone on the other end, if someone comes to me and says, hey, can you introduce me to her? I, and I'm like, sure. How can I help you? How can I, you know, how can I further or serve you? Or it doesn't ever feel like an ask. It feels yeah. like when, when you're doing it with the right people, there's this mutual, like, how can we help each other? And it's because I want to see you succeed. You want to see me succeed. Like, yeah. That that's what it is. It's not about the dollar signs and that, you know, having having some benefit from that relationship at the other end is a perk, but it's not really why you started. It's not. And like to be honest with you, I don't really do business with people I don't like. Yeah. Like there's so many people in the world of business. There's so many people who do the same thing that I don't and this is the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur, right? Like in corporate, I didn't have a choice. I had to deal with people I couldn't stand on a daily yeah. basis. But now it's like, I get to curate who I keep in my space. If you're someone that doesn't feel good to me, if you're someone that sucks my soul and sucks my energy, I don't need to deal with you. And respectfully, I'm just going to kind of keep you over here. But in a relationship, like you're a perfect example, right? So if I say to you, hey, can you introduce me to blah, blah, blah? I feel comfortable doing that because you and I have now had a relationship for a few months. I also would love for you to cash out on that relationship for me. If you said, hey, can you, you know, do you know someone who does this? I'm like, yeah, I know five people who do that. Here you go. But now if someone who doesn't follow me on Instagram, I've never heard their name before. We've never met in a, an event before. They, it's just a cold thing. I'm not totally against cold messaging. But when that cold message is, hey, can you do me a favor? But I don't know you. We have no relationship. That's where it's icky. Yeah, I just had someone um, yesterday send me a text and it was like an intro was made and the text was, hey, I have this thing that I think you should be buying that you can offer to all your clients. I'm like, wait a second, I'm not even sure I know your first name. <laughs> I'm like, and and I'm like, and the reality of it is like having the sit down and having that conversation, I'd be like, tell me about that thing and let me see yeah. if I can figure out how to like use it. So yeah. it's totally like you have to warm it up. It's like a crock pot. You have to like get things kind of warm in yeah. order to then, you know, then yeah. do that ask. 
And this is it, the part of the strategy is also messaging for that reason, right? Because if, so say this person, you don't have, obviously they have your phone number. So they somewhere got connected with you, but they haven't nurtured that relationship. You could say, Hey, I have this idea. I would love to run by you. Like, would you want to get coffee? Would you love to, I would love to catch up with you. Like kind of taking that approach of it's not a hard sell, but something made me think about you because I like when people are upfront about me, if you're reaching out for a reason, like, let me know. But instead of it being a hard sell or a hard pitch, say, let's catch up, let's do coffee, let's, you know, let's actually really collaborate on this. I'm probably going to be a lot more open, even if that cold message, I've never heard of you, I've never met you. If you just said, hey, I saw your profile on Instagram, I like your bio, I would love to get to know you to see if we could be referral partners. I'm automatically more open to that messaging, where the messaging of you need to be selling this or promoting this to all of your clients is like, okay, that's not collaborative. That's you coming in and literally just sucking my resources. And you think you're just going to be able to promote to my audience with no relationship and no value for me. And I actually, I asked a girl one time, I said, well, you know, all these things that you're asking for, you know, you're asking and you're asking, you're asking, I'm like, what are you offering people who are your referral partners? Like, how do you support your referral partners in return? She's like, well, I provide value once they pay me. And I'm like, okay not the same Mm -hmm. thing. (laughs) Like She's like, well, when they bring me in to speak and when they promote me to their audience, I'm providing value. That's not wrong, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I will go to the moon and back for someone who I have connected with, who I can then say, okay, this is a person who I have a relationship with that I would consider like a friend, send them a voice memo, and I would do anything for them. Yep. And supporting whatever they yep. have coming out. But if it's super cold, I won't do that. Exactly. And that's that's really the difference between feeling spammy and having that commission breath versus showing yeah. up in a genuine connection and a relationship of substance. The, the idea is the same. You're building your business. But the intention is different. When your intention is different, your energy is different. And that's what's making people decide how they feel about you because you're showing up with the energy of collaboration and I also support you. And like we actually have a relationship versus just promote me to your audience. Yeah. And you're like, okay, if you would have said, do you know anyone that would be interested in this? I could then give you the opportunity to say, oh, I would love to promote you on my Instagram stories or my podcast. Let me come up with that idea. But when you, and that's, again, we go back to messaging. If I show up and say, hey, I want you to buy this thing, commission breath. If I show up and say, hey, I just made these journals. Do you know anyone that might be interested? Allow for me to say, I'm interested, right? Or I can say, you know what, I'm not interested and I can't really think of anyone right now, but like, is there, I, maybe this networking group is a good fit or maybe go over here to this Facebook group or maybe reach out to this person. They might know someone for you. It's the same idea. It's just a different approach. And that's why we look at it strategically because it's, you're literally not changing anything other than how you approach it. And your response on it is going to be tenfold. A hundred percent. This message is for the dreamers, doers, and goal-getters out there. The She Who Wins Summit, a live event experience, is coming to Connecticut on April 28th and 29th, 2023. It's time to supercharge your soul so you can show up even more powerfully in your life, in your relationships, and in your business and career. Learn more at shewhowins.com. 
So you just came back from an event. You said that you didn't know anyone when you went there. So what does someone do when they walk into a place where they don't know a soul? How do you start a conversation with a stranger? Like, what's the opening line? You know, I don't have like a go-to opening <laughs> line, but like, let's be real, like talking about the food, the drinks, the weather, <laughs> those are always like a safe bet. But to be honest with you, at an event like She Who Wins, we all know we're there for the same thing. So just say like, hey, how was your trip in? Hey, are you here for the summit? You know, like, where did you, where did you fly in from? Where are you from? Like little things like that. But people are coming to an event like that to connect. I really don't even think you need an opening line. Just like, hey, I'm Sarah. What's up? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's so much to be said for like, hey, do you want to be friends? The, the amount of times okay. I've either been asked that or I've asked someone that and I've heard no, I can't even think of a time I've heard no. Like, we're all looking for friends, <laughs> you yeah. know, like we're all looking for connections. And for me going into an event where I don't know anyone, I'm not going to just sit in my hotel room because I'm not getting the value that I came to get by sitting in my hotel room. So I'm going to sit in the lobby I'm going to be open to whoever comes by or I'm going to go to the drink table and, you know, look for that conversation. And, and, you know, when you're introverted or anxious, start on the Facebook group. Why are you not in the Facebook group? Get in there and say, hey, who wants to go to dinner on the Thursday night before? Who wants to room with me? Who wants to hang out with me, do cocktail hour? Who's going to be flying in from Atlanta? You can start planting those seeds before you even show up because pretty much every single event host has a Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That is, and it's also networking that you can get so much value from before you even show up that weekend. Yeah. Right. Like, why are we not taking advantage of this thing as much as we possibly can? It's not just that weekend. You know, I see you in that Facebook group all the time. There's all this stuff and all these opportunities going on now. I I love the the night before event, because I did that. I, I attended an event in Arizona um, not too long ago. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be down at the lobby at the bar. I have a table reserved at this time. Come come down and say hello. Yes. And at the, by with a couple hours later, like there were probably 12, 15 people there. Most didn't know each other. And now when we walked into the event the next day, we already were familiar. A lot of people met new people. And, you know, I've heard from some of those people that they've stayed connected with the people who are at that table, which is incredible. That, that happened to me. I went to, actually, that's how I ended up living in Atlanta. I went <laughs> to an event. Didn't know anyone, anyone. I find out about a week before the event that I was actually the only white girl with a ticket. And I was like, hmm, I know I'm okay, but like, how are they going to receive that? Because no one knows me, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to show up like I always do. I'm just going to show up like I always do. I'm going to invite people to dinner, blah, 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 blah. So I go in the Facebook group. I say, hey, I'm going to go to dinner across the street from the hotel. Who wants to go with me? It was also actually right after COVID. So I wasn't really sure how people were going to receive being around people unmasked and all these things, da, 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 right? I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. If no one comes, I'll go eat by myself. We ended up, same thing, table of like 10 or 11 women. Some of those women at that table are like to this day my best friend. I mean, we FaceTime on a regular basis. We, after that event, we formed our own mastermind. We joined a coaching program together. You know, on a friend level, we became friends. The one girl had my nephew. Like, she became such a good friend that she had a baby and calls he calls me Aunt Sarah. Like, Aww. all because I put in the Facebook group, hey, who wants to go to dinner? And some ladies 
responded. And I ended up being so involved then in the Atlanta community that when I was ready for a change, I was like, cool, I'm going to Atlanta. That's you know? amazing. Like, yeah, it was it was so cool to see how that worked. All because I asked yeah. no one. I just put a post hoping someone would want to go to dinner with me, you know? And what was the, what's like the absolute worst that happens? Like you have dinner by yourself, which is totally cool too. Right. And you were <laughs> going to do it by yourself anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. And same thing with rooming with someone. Get in the Facebook group and ask for a roommate. Even now, if- I don't know if I would do that. I, I think for me, I'm like, I want my own space and I want to turn off the lights and not hear somebody else breathing next to me. <laughs> so... I guess, and that is when you ask, like, worst case scenario, there could be some <laughs> stories there. But you're talking two nights, you know? So how bad could it really be? And, like, yes, it could be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here, like, praying it's not that bad, right? I don't want to share a bed with you. I've done that before where it has been my favorite thing. But, like, we can have different beds and maybe even having a conversation of, like, okay, are you a night person or a morning person? Like, I really like to, you know, sleep with the lights off by nine. Are you okay with that? There could be that conversation. But having a roommate is automatically starts, uh, jumpstarts those relationships, too, because you're automatically going to get to know them. And utilizing the Facebook group for that too. Now, if you're like, you're like you and you're like, eh, I don't want to share my space. You need to like, get your ass out of that room. <laughs> right? Don't be hiding in that room on lunch break at cocktail hour. You better be in the lobby doing your work, right? Like leave yourself open to those connections. If you really are someone who wants your own space, you need to be out more to welcome those connections in, right? We have to yeah. be open to those connections. Like I was just telling you before we hit record, I was sitting in the lobby of the hotel this weekend and I'm just working just on the computer. I was so tired. And I was back in the corner. This lady comes over and says, can I use your iPhone charger? I'm like, yes, woman to woman. We need to support each other that way. Cause you don't need to be in this strange city with a dead phone. I got you. Right. <laughs> but then I started talking to her. I'm like, Oh, what are you here for? Where, you know, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And then one, another lady comes over and then another lady comes over. She says, are you here for the same summit? And it's like, yeah, come join us. You know, like you leave yourself open to those connections because I could have easily worked in my hotel room. Yeah. Right. And I just have, first of all, I'm okay with being interrupted because I'm really not there to knock out work. I'm there to, okay, I'm working, I'm working. But if I get interrupted, I'm here to meet people. It's okay that you interrupted my work. That can be put on hold. <laughs> I So I, I love this. And you're, you're teaching a workshop at the She Who Wins Summit. So I'm saying that because if anyone's listening and you're going to the summit by yourself, track Sarah down, wave your arms and say, will you be my friend? And yes. I guarantee you she will be your friend. <laughs> that, and I love being that person. Like I can be your safe space. I can be your comfort blanket. <laughs> totally okay with that because you know what? I am so com- comfortable in that role now. Like I know, I don't know anyone going to your summit, right? Except I know you. And I think I, Actually, I've met a few people on Instagram because I have already started the, hey, I'm going to be there in, you know, April. do you want to hang out? But it's like going there, not knowing anyone. I'm so comfortable in that role of like, trust me, I will leave knowing more than half of that room. That's right? amazing. I will, I will have those people that like, hey, you can meet this person. Hey, we're organizing dinner. Hey, we're doing this. Like, I'm just okay with being that person. So please come like, you know, shoot me an Instagram DM, flag me down in person, come to my workshop and be like, hey, I need to meet someone who does this. We're going to yeah. figure out 
how to get you in that in that conversation. That, that's amazing. Um, okay, so where do we find you? How do we connect with you? You have um, you have some free guides and resources. Can you share that here? Yeah, definitely. So for specifically for the shoe wins, if you go to my website, which is sarahjeanco.com front slash SWW, I actually created a whole page just for this summit. Um, and right now, before the event actually happens, it's just like a get yourself ready checklist. Um, it was something that I made very intentionally specifically for she who wins. So like, here's what you can do before the event. Here's a couple of journal prompts to like get your intentions and your mindset in the right place. And then I actually included a checklist for what to do after the event. So it's, it's some things that seem very obvious, but a lot of people miss the mark on them. A lot of people don't do them or they forget about these things. So I just put them together in a really simple PDF checklist. So you can go download it completely for free at sarahjeanco.com front slash SWW. Um, and then that website also has all the other, my Instagram, my LinkedIn, wherever you want to find me can all be found there. So also on the private Facebook group, you went live and had in taught like a little mini training. Um, but can you give us what's one tip someone should be doing post event, whether it's this event or any event that they attend? Post event, hands down, the most important thing is following up. Why are you making all these connections and then never talking to them again? Okay, you spent all this time, energy and money to be in the room. And then you just go forget about these people until you need something or you wait for them to reach out to you. Take the active approach, right? You take control of that relationship. Um, but I'm also going to plug this real quick. Send your testimonials to the event host. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people think about it. They want to do yeah. it. They might do it if they, you know, feel like they're friends with you. But so many people forget about that once they leave the room. And that's such a good way to one, stand out. But two, to start that relationship with the event host if you don't already have one, right? Like, you and I already have a relationship. I want to nurture that relationship with you by giving you the video testimonial because I know how hard they are to get. Yeah, yeah. So like support the event host at the same time as following up with all the people you met. I'm going to give you that quick plug because not enough people do that. I mean, and that's awesome. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's likewise, right back, right back at you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, it's, it's so, so true. And I just think that like you put such a positive energetic spin on networking, like it's refreshing because it's not that networking. It's like, it's connection. And that's a different, that has a, that holds a different energy when you say I'm connecting with someone rather than I'm networking with them. Yeah, I think that there's been a lot of stigma around this idea of networking. And to your point, a lot of people hate going into the chamber, the BNI, right? And Awful. I think you can change your your approach. You can be more strategic and still be in those spaces and be like, okay, I just am going to set boundaries. I know how I show up, blah, 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 blah. Learning how to still use those to your advantage, but don't get so caught up in building relationships that now you have a bunch of friends, but still no business ROI. There's a nice blend of both. So I, I had a, a total networking fail that I'll share because it literally just happened over the last 24 hours. I attended an event in Arizona, met a woman there. This was in 2021, met her. We connected. We were both from Boston. So I was like, oh, we're like a connection. There was no follow up. And flash forward to about 48 hours ago, I see someone follows me. I follow her. I'm like, why do I know her? I'm like, Hey, how do I know you? She's like, I don't know. I feel like I know you too. We figure out we were both at the same event. Neither of us did the follow-up, but she's coming yeah. to the event now too. But here you go. 
two years later, after an event, we randomly reconnected. But I'm kind of sad. I'm like, because that was such a good relationship that we could have nurtured over the past two years. And we're both right. on the East Coast. Right. So the follow up is so freaking important. It's so important, right? And it's like, just getting someone to follow you on Instagram, it's just, it's it's enough. It's a really good yeah. start. But take that a step further and actually turn it into something, right? Because it's like, you forget someone's handle, you might see their yeah. stuff, you might not, because we all know the algorithm likes to play games with us. So like, taking that really active approach, and people are so, well, you should reach out to me, and they never reached out to me. Yeah. If we all just sat around and waited for each other to reach out to each other, no one would ever talk. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, it's okay to just say, hey, it was great meeting you this weekend. We should do a coffee chat. Sarah Gimmel, you are an absolute delight. <laughs> I have a final question for you, yes. uh, but I just want to thank you so much for showing up and for having this conversation and for being there at the summit and leading a workshop. Um, I'm already have heard that like yours has been like, people keep saying that yours is the one that is really getting them excited. So um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to have your energy in the room. Like I know you're going to be buzzing around that day, just introducing yourself to everyone. So <laughs> I'm grateful as an event host. I'm grateful to have people and women like you in the room. Yay. So my final question for you then is on, in your lens, what does winning mean? What does winning mean? Mm -hmm. Ooh, good question. I think winning in the general sense is being able to set a goal and meet it, but also being able to do that in a way that is ethical and aligns with who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Like true winning is like, not only am I meeting my goals, but I'm doing it in a way that makes me feel good. So does that mean I'm supporting a charity? Does it mean I'm, you know, volunteering or I, financial freedom for my family? Like whatever it is, right? It's a way that feels good to me. And I didn't bash another woman to get there. I didn't have to be spammy and icky to get there. Like I did it in a way that really aligns with my core values. That to me is a win. Because if you're meeting your goals, but it's not in alignment with your core values, like, is that actually winning? Nope. No, it's a soul suck is what right. that is. <laughs> right, right. All right. I'm so, so grateful. I can't wait to see you in person and hug you and just be in your energy. So I'm going to feed off of the energy that, that you have, that you put out there. So thank you. <laughs> I'll be twerking my way all the way through the room. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is acceptable. You know what? We have some surprises and it might, it might actually allow for some twerking opportunities. Yes, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dance break. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast so you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins.